What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about parlays, all about how parlays work. Let's do it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. All right, let's get right into it. Parlays. I know a lot of you guys out there love making parlays. What some of my friends like to do is sit there and look at the the betting menu like it's a... Or look at the the betting kind of layout, all the games, like it's a menu. And they're like, ooh, I want some of this. I want some of this. How about a little bit... Ooh, a little side of the Patriots. And then they'll put everything together into a 10-team parlay. Well... What we're going to talk about today on the show is how parlays work, how the math of parlays work, and why, if a lot of you guys understand the volume of parlays, the money volume that goes into them, you may not make parlays as much, because that's really the one thing that parlays are all about. If it boils down to one idea, it's about betting volume. It's sort of a, a, an illusion that you bet a little bit to win a lot, right? That's how these sports books get you. That's how they get you. They, they 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 trick you that way, right? It seems like you're betting. Wait, I can make a ten dollar bet to win a hundred dollars, right? I can make a hundred dollar bet to win a thousand dollars. This is this is great. If I lose, I only lose a hundred bucks. But if I win the parlay, now I win a thousand dollars. That's actually not true. It's volume of the bets that increase with each win of the parlay. So let's start off talking about the simple math of how parlays work. Let's talk about maybe a two team parlay even money on both way, okay? It's not minus 110, it's not minus 150, it's not plus anything, it's just even money. You bet 100, you win 100 back, both games. So you're going to take a two-team parlay. Well, that two-team parlay is going to pay plus 300, okay? So if you put 100 in, you'll win 300, you'll win 300 and collect 400. So you end up the day 400 bucks. Your $300 profit and your original $100 bet. But remember, in a parlay, both of those games have to win. If you go one and one, that loses, right? Doesn't matter in what order. You have to have both teams win. Then you collect your your uh, $400, your original 100 and the, the 300 you won. Well, if you look at it, how the parlay breaks down, all a parlay does is effectively roll your winnings from one bet into another bet. See, a lot of you guys think that, or a lot of the people who I talk to think that parlays in they increase the, the 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 payback right it seems like they give you more back because you're stacking games up so it, it seems to make sense since i'm putting seven games together if i hit now i'm making more than i would have if i would have bet these seven games individually and that's not the case at all all a parlay does is take your winnings from one bet and roll it into the next bet. There is 0%, 0.0% increased pay because you're making a parlay. So don't get into a trap of thinking you're betting a tiny bit to win a lot because even though if you're betting, and we'll talk about this later on in the show, but even if you are betting $100 to win 1000 by the end of the parlay, you're still not really betting $100. It is all about volume. So let's get back to the example. In the plus 300 parlay, two-team parlay, even money for both uh, both games, plus 300, you bet 100, win 300. The math breaks down like this. The first game, you bet 100 to win 100, okay? Now, if that first game loses, you're out of the parlay. But if not, you have now won 100 on your original $100 bet. So you have a total of $200. So what the parlay does is take that 200 and bets it on your second game. 
So you're betting 200 to win 200 on the second game. What does that equal? $400. So you walk away with $400, the $200 profit from the second game plus a $200 bet. Well, in the original parlay, you walked away with $400. If you would have bet each game individually and rolled the money over yourself, you walk away with $400, the exact same amount. So this is how all parlays work. Let's look at a two-team parlay at minus 110, right? Not even money. You're betting $100 to now win $90.91, minus 110. So what does a parlay do? It takes that total of $100, excuse me, $190.91, right? Your original 100 bucks you bet, plus the $90.91 profit, everything. So $190.91 now gets put into the second bet as the bet to win $173.55 because that's what minus 110 would pay on a bet of $190.91. For a total of $364.46, the parlay would pay $364.46 down to the same amount. You would walk away with the exact same amount. So effectively, again, all you're doing with a parlay is taking your winnings from one bet and rolling it over into the next bet in your parlay. If you don't do a parlay and do this yourself and win the money yourself, roll it over all into the next bet, that's called a mechanical parlay. So when on this show, when we talk about mechanical parlays, that's what we're referring to. Taking all the winnings from one game, rolling it up into a next game, whether it's that day, later on that week, or whatever. That's called a mechanical parlay. So you can do parlays yourself. You can make all these things happen yourself if you really want to and don't want to hold all that money at the book waiting for every game to pay off. Now, what you'll hear a lot is that parlays are square, and this is not necessarily the case. Just because a lot of squares bet parlays doesn't mean they can't be an effective weapon if you're a good sports better. Now, I do want to clarify, <laughs> parlays are square. If you look at every parlay ticket that a book takes, I'd bet 98% of them are square. So let's also not get ahead of ourselves. It's not a great bet unless you really know what you're doing and can really manipulate the volume of money exactly how you want to. But I did want to say that, that simply because a bet is made by squares does not necessarily make it a square bet. There are a couple times where I can tell you right now where you should make a parlay and you should look to make a parlay. The first of which is correlation. Now, a lot of sports books have become privy to this. They've, they, they've noticed this going on, so they won't allow a lot of correlated parlays these days. So be careful or, I guess, have your antennas up is what I should say because not everywhere is going to offer them. But if you can find some sort of correlated parlay, like a team winning with the over-under. You know, we, we say this a lot maybe in college football. Well, you know, if... Oklahoma covers the spread, there's going to be a lot of points scored. So if Oklahoma covers the spread and we take the over, those two should be correlated. See what I'm saying? And that's just one example off the top of my head. But there are times in sports where outcomes of games are certainly correlated. Now, it's usually within the same game. And that is tough to find these days. But I'll give you guys an example of correlation that would happen outside of the same game. Let's say there's a playoff race going on. And one team plays in the early slot. Let's just talk NFL. And it's coming down and it's week 17. And, and, and there's a, a race between two teams for one wild card slot. If 
one team plays early on in the early slot and another team plays in the later game, okay? And the later team is qualified for sure. They're in the playoffs if the first team loses. Well, now we can parlay these together because if it's just correlation, it's not it's not guaranteeing the bets to happen themselves anymore, but we know that if that first team loses who plays early in the day, then now that second team who plays later on is more likely to sit players, to not play their starters because they know they're in the playoffs. So what we're not making a bet necessarily just on the first team losing. You know, we may not think they would lose at all, but if they lost, the correlation of the second thing happening is much more likely to happen. So the, in, in, that, in that sense, we would want to make the parlay. Now you may say to me, Tyler, why wouldn't you just hold your money on for the second game and do a mechanical parlay? Well, let's talk about the second reason why you want to make these parlays. Yes, correlation is very important, probably the most important. But also, it's important to look at locking lines in before they move. Now, in our example, if the first team loses in the playoff race, the second team now sits a lot of their players, that line's going to move. If they were a favorite, they may now be an underdog. A lot of money's going to pour in on their opponent because of what's happening. So by making a parlay, we lock in the price pregame. Before any games are played that day, we lock in the price of our team in the afternoon. So while it's correlated, the first team lost, the second team now more likely to lose because they're sitting players, right? That's the correlation. We've locked in our price before anyone else can get there. And so that, that, that's part of the parlay as well. So correlation is important to make a parlay. I think, I think you should make parlays if you find real correlation. Also, you can lock lines in before they move if you, make, if you make parlays. And obviously, the third time you want to make a parlay is when you want to increase this betting volume and the games are simply happening at the same time. You don't have a choice then, right? Then you have to make the parlay, hope they both hit, and, and, and kind of go with it that way. But aside from correlation, locking lines in before they move, and then betting on, on games happening at the same time, parlays are usually not needed at all. Now, as I mentioned earlier in... in I know there's going to be a lot of math on this show, so just kind of stick with me, folks. But earlier, you know, we talked about volume, how volume is so important with parlays. Let's talk about, I'm going to give you guys an example. We're going to walk through a three-team parlay with minus 200 odds because it's not really typical that a lot of you guys are going to parlay underdogs or even money teams. What most of you do listening, and it's okay, I understand. It's nothing wrong with how you want to bet, but let's just talk about the math so I can let you guys know exactly what it is that you're doing. Because what a lot of you guys like to do is parlay a bunch of favorites together into a huge parlay. I know several people who will take a lot of favorites, money line favorites, right? Let's talk NFL Sunday. They won't bet the spread. So if the Patriots are a seven-point spread, that's fine. They'll bet the, the Patriots minus 400 that game just to win. And they'll parlay a lot of the favorites together, right? So let's talk about a smaller version of that. A three-team parlay where all three games you're taking are minus 200, okay? If you bet $100, you win back plus two, uh, $237.50. So it pays plus 237 or 237.5. $100 in the parlay wins $237. you are walking away with $337.50, okay? So if you break this down, and let's look at the volume of your money going into each game. So $100 in the first game wins 50 back, okay, minus 200. So you now have a total of 150. And keep in mind, the original bet, bet 100, 
win 237, walk away with 337. That's a bet a lot of us would make, right? Or, or maybe a lot of you guys would make, but still. First, in, in our example, you start with that 100 bucks. Okay, let's walk through it. First game, you win 50. So now you have a total of $150. So what do you do? The parlay rolls that 150 over into the second game. If that second game hits, you now have $150 plus the $75 profit from the second game for a total of $225. So what do you do? You roll the $225 into the third game for a profit, if the third game wins, of $112.50, totaling $337.50, the exact same amount the parlay would allow you to walk away with, okay? The only difference is, in this three-team parlay, by the last game, you are now betting $225 to win $112, to walk away with $337, okay? So, but if you just look at the volume of the overall parlay, you're now betting 225 in your last game. That's a fact. You're betting $225. But if you look at the overall payout of the parlay, what you're winning on your original 100 is $237.50. You're not winning 337. You're walking away with 337 because you bet the initial $100. So in the parlay, you bet 100, win 237.50, walk away with 337.50. We understand that. But you didn't only risk $100 to win 237.50. By the end, you are effectively, now this is going to sound weird, so stick with me, okay? I know this sounds off, but it's not. By the third game of your parlay, you're risking $225 to effectively win a total of $237. So if you lose the last game, you have now lost $225. You haven't lost $100. That's where it gets confusing for a lot of people. Is they will, you, A lot of you guys want to put $10 down and win $100 on a 4 or 5 team parlay. But what you don't understand is by the last game of that parlay, if you're 7-0 or if you're, let's say, 5-0 and you did a 16 parlay, by game number 6, if you have a $10 parlay to win $100, you maybe have $85 of volume on that final game. So the volume really adds up game by game with these parlays. It's not risking a little to win a lot. By the end, you're risking a lot to win a lot because you've won all those first games in the parlay. That should count for something. It's not risking a little bit to win a lot because of volume, you guys. So again, I know that may seem off, but in a parlay, if you, if you were doing it mechanically, and you just made the first bet 100 bucks to win 50. Okay, now you got 150 in your account. And then you make it roll it all over again, right? You put all 150 in there. So when that second game's going on, it says 0.00 in your account, but you win the second game. If a lot of you guys started with 100 and now had 225, something tells me you're not just going to put all 225 on game number three. Maybe you just make another $100 bet. Maybe you make a $50 bet. Maybe you don't even want to make the bet anymore because you're already up $125. So making parlays seems like it's a good idea. It seems like this whole allure of betting a little bit to win a lot. But if you really look at the math, and I know it was a lot of math today, but if you really look at how it boils down, the volume is outrageous once you start getting up the ladder in these bets. And it is important to note 
that some sports books start actually paying diminishing returns once you get to a five, six, seven, eight team parlay. Don't think you're making a 10 team parlay with all favorites on an NFL Sunday and they're going to pay you back to the exact penny what they should. If they if it should pay, let's say 30 to one, they may pay you 28 to one or 27 to one. So once it gets up past five, six, seven teams, they're actually going to start paying less than you could make just doing this yourself. So remember, in a parlay, in the first game, if you have that $100 in volume, that's fine. It is a $100 bet. If that first game loses, your parlay is done. You lost 100 bucks. But if that first game wins, you now effectively, in our example, have 150 on the second game to win 75 And if that third game wins, you're now betting 225 to walk away with a profit of 237 and your original $100. When you look at it that way, maybe parlays aren't necessarily as juicy as you thought they were before. If you looked at parlays this way, many of us probably would make them a lot less. They seem appealing. They seem like something where you can get rich quick. But I promise you, the volume that you really end up risking by the end of these big parlays, if you hit the first couple, is astronomical compared to the first bet that you made. All right, thanks for listening. We will have a a couple picks coming out for tomorrow. Soccer, soccer, soccer. But coming up next week, starting next week, MLB's back. Then we're right around the corner from basketball, or from, yeah, basketball, uh, hockey. It's a great time coming up for sports if they all keep going on. So fingers crossed there. Good luck today. Good luck tomorrow, everyone. We'll talk to you soon on The Sharp Angle. This is The Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player.